0: Thank God it's fantasy football. This is the week eight waiver wire ads. At number 10, let's check to see if Will Fuller is available. He's been hurt basically all season, so there's a good chance that he's on the waiver wire list. Devontae Parker has also been injured, and Tua has been balling. He finished as QB1 last week. He had almost 300 yards and four passing touchdowns. If Tua can keep up this pace, and Will Fuller can break through with these defenses, that sounds like easy money. If he's available, go grab him. Waiver wire nine is Jamison Crowder. In the three weeks he's played, he's seen 21 targets, and that's with Zach Wilson not really throwing the rock. Zach Wilson's out for the next two to four weeks, and in comes Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco is not afraid to sling the rock, especially when the team is down, so expect Crowder to get some love. If Mike White takes over center, expect a lot of checkdowns, which is Jamison Crowder's specialty. At number eight, we've got Alan Lazard, and this one's a bit of a no-brainer because the Packers play on Thursday, and Devontae Adams is on the COVID-19 reserve list. That doesn't look like he's going to be playing, especially because it's a short week, and MVS is coming back from an injury. Aaron Rodgers often hyper targets a receiving matchup that he loves, and this could be Alan Lazard's chance to break away. If you can give me A-Rod's wide receiver one, even if it's just for a week, he's worth a pickup. At number seven, Rashad Penny. Rashad Penny statistically was worse than Alex Collins, and Alex Collins only rushed for 2.2 yards per carry on Monday against the Saints. However, he had less than half of the opportunities. Alex Collins didn't win those opportunities, he was just given them because, you know, he's been in the system for an extra six weeks. If Rashad Penny gets those opportunities, he could be a difference maker. People forget that he's got 4.47 speed at his size. That's awesome. And when's Chris Carson coming back? We don't know. Number six is another running back with a familiar situation. It's Brandon Bolden. Brandon Bolden had six catches on seven targets last week for 79 yards and a score. This is incredibly interesting because he only played 28% of the snaps. That snap share percentage can grow, especially because they don't throw the ball to Damian Harris. To play less than a third of the snaps and lead the team in most receiving stats, That's something that's going to give more opportunities to Brandon Bolden, especially against the high-flying Chargers. At 5, we've got LaVisca Chenault, who's only owned in about 55% of leagues, so he might be available for you. Chenault has seen multiple double-digit target games, and now that Chark's out, it's kind of a no-brainer. James Robinson is playing much better, which opens up the defense. It keeps them honest. Trevor Lawrence is starting to look comfortable, and Marvin Jones, well, he's Marvin Jones. He's going to be that possession guy. Couple that with their defense looking better. And LaVisca expected to be covered by DJ Reed. DJ Reed is a corner I'm expecting him to clown. Sure he looks good on paper, he's got the third most tackles by a cornerback, that's awesome, but that's because he gets targeted like crazy. He's got the 13th most targets against at 38 and he's allowed 20 receptions. LaVisca is a surefire ad if he's available in your league. At 4, Rashad Bateman. Rashad has played 2 games and he's had 6 targets in both. He actually tied Marquise Brown for receiving yards, although Marquise had 8 more targets. Rashad is going to see a lot more of these targets go his way because why not? He's actually making something of them. He's now acclimated into this offense, and he's played over 60% of the snaps in both games. Sure, he's on a buy this week, but this might be a buying opportunity for managers out there. Number three, Kenyon Drake. Drake had a season-high 14 carries last week for 69 yards and a touchdown, and he had three catches on his three targets. He's on a bye week this week. However, this might be an opportunity to grab back who has the opportunity to lead a backfield. Jacob's left early in week seven with a chest injury. We don't know what to expect from that. Go and grab Kenyon Drake because the opportunity is there. They are not going to be using Peyton Barber like they did earlier. This is a new regime. Gruden is not in town anymore. Go grab Kenyon Drake. At number two, Michael Gallup. He's expected to return this week, and this will be his first return since week one when he played 60% of the snaps and left early. In that week, he had 7 targets for 4 catches and 36 yards, and he was replaced by Cedric Wilson, who last week had 7 targets for himself. Dak has thrown 3 or more touchdowns in 5 or 6 of his matchups this season, so go get Gallup because the opportunity to score touchdowns every single week is there. And at number 1, Kenneth Gainwell. Gainwell had 8 targets and 5 carries in week 7. That's the most targets of his career and the most carries since week 2. Miles Sanders is expected to be out for a couple weeks here, so there's an opportunity for huge volume for Gainwell. The Eagles play Detroit this week, so I'm thinking rushing opportunities galore. The Lions give up over 120 rushing yards per game. Sure, there could be a worry that Jordan Howard gets activated, but Kenneth Gainwell has been looking so great when he's got the opportunity. So go grab Gainwell. He's definitely our waiver wire out of the week. That's it for us this week, guys. Please like, comment, subscribe to the YouTube. Follow us wherever you get your podcasts. And make sure you follow us on Instagram. It's Football everywhere. Thank you so much and have a great day.